baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So yesterday, I didn't pay much attention to it, even though we should. But we have so many bomb threats that happen everywhere. But the state capitol yesterday had to be evacuated. Well, it turns out a number of state capitals received bomb threats Mm -hmm. yesterday. And that sure to me sounds like a coordinated effort. And again, it reiterates my theory, and not my theory, my fear, that we're going to see some violence, political violence, this year. I just, I think it is an inevitable we talk about the division in this country. So how is it not inevitable that we're going to see political violence considering just the way we talk about politics now, mm-hmm. the way we are divided now? Mm-hmm. It's no longer, boy, I sure disagree with you, but we're still Americans. Now we're enemies. So this is frightening. And I don't know, is it, are you naive enough to think that, no, that we're not, we're just going to go through this year and we're going to place our votes and we're going to have a campaign, and we're going to accept the results. I think that's awfully naive. And I off. I, I and I mean, I, look, look. I, I would love it if that happens, mm-hmm. but I don't see it happening. Well, let's walk through that. Are, are you thinking that the violence will be after the election? Because we don't still don't know if Trump's going to be on all the ballots. Although he could be a write-in candidate. Or are you thinking that it's going to be because of these fights about whether or not he's going to be on the ballot? Or are you you thinking post-election there's going to be an uprising, especially if Trump loses? Like, is that what you're thinking is going to happen? Like a civil war kind of thing? Well, one in four recently, this was late last year, one in four Americans polled believe that there will be uh, political violence, that it's necessary. Oh, Oh, well, that's different. Believing that it could happen and believing that it's necessary are two different things. Then those would be the perpetrators. Somebody saying it's necessary, then those are the people you're saying one in four people would perpetrate the violence. According to this is a, a, a study uh, by, P, uh, by Public Religion Research Institute. 75% of Americans surveyed said they agree that the future of American democracy at risk uh, in the 2024 presidential election. Democrats more likely to say that than Republicans. 84% of Democrats said, uh, yes, the democracy is at risk. Um, But this one, nearly a quarter of Americans, 23% agree that because things have gotten so far off track, true true American patriots may have to resort to violence in order to save our country. Okay. I hear what you're saying. It's also still one in four. 25% is a huge amount, and those are of the people polled. If we had one more person in this room, one of us would think that uh, resorting to violence will be necessary. Do you believe that in this post-insurrection world where many of the insurrectionists are are in prison right now? um, Yeah, that's a a fraction of of the number of people, though, that feel that way. Don't you think so? I mean, do you think everybody who participated in January 6th, by the way, that's two days from now? Yes. Uh, were felt that passionate, that nobody else outside of that felt that passionate, that would have done the same thing? Right. These are the people that just showed up is what you're right. saying? And again, there's, people- and again, but, mm-hmm. but that being said, there were a large number of people who did just show up. 
Yes. And who said, you know what, I'm not going to the Capitol. Mm -hmm. Or you know what, I did go to the Capitol. Mm -hmm. I'm not going in there, though. Mm -hmm. And bravo to those people. And and they have an absolute right to show up and protest. Absolutely. It's the ones who entered the Capitol. It's the ones who committed violence on that day that we're talking Mm -hmm. about. So a friend and I were talking about this more in the context of anti-Semitism or anti-Israel ideology, but it did get to the division in our country. And she was much more calm about this because I, like you, Adam, I see a lot of division. I see uh, violence brewing. I, I see some danger. I do. But she said, Jordana, you have to remember, just because they're the loudest doesn't mean they're right. Right. You can yell the loudest. It doesn't mean what you're saying is true anyway. And also, she claims these are just the loudest of the minority. She believes, my my friend, uh, there is a large silent majority that is sane, that would never commit violence, well, that would so. accept the results of an election. And she says they're silent because they either have jobs and don't have time for some of this BS, uh, you know, revolting against an election that obviously we know was now proven to be real or, you know, wasting time in conspiracy theory websites. She said, or they, um, you know, aren't as involved and, and trust the system that democracy will work, we will have an election, we will get to cast our vote, and these people are just being yeah. wanting to be the loudest in the room. Right. So it I made agree me with, feel better no, after I do, the conversation. I, I agree with that, but I do still feel that we have a, a certain amount of the population that absolutely feels that way and feels that democracy is being taken from us and that this country, that Joe Biden is an actual threat to democracy and that he is ruined. And we see the texts every day. Okay, so... If you feel that way, if you really feel that way, what is your recourse to do to not do something about it? I, and even if it's just a handful, I mean, the the silent majority we're talking about, mm-hmm. those of us who say it cannot be that bad or it shouldn't be that bad, what is our what are we going to do to stop it? That's what I'm saying. It's like what well, what are we physically going to try to stop some of these people from committing these acts of violence or is it a matter of well i for one i'm going to count on the national guard if something like that happens but this text is interesting this texter says guys i own a transportation business i never encounter talk about the division in this country for weeks at a time mm-hmm. and then i listen to the radio and i hear it about it all the time sometimes i wonder if it's not a self-fulfilling prophecy when we are told there is a division that is so severe, but it's not in real life as bad. And, and this is an interesting text because this sort of echoes what my girlfriend was saying that, you know, these are just, you know, super loud people who want to get on TV or mm-hmm. get in the news that do crazy stuff or say crazy things. And this owner, this business owner is saying he doesn't hear about people talking about it um, in real life. And that heartens me. That gives me hope that you're right. Maybe it's just us. Maybe we're, you know, talking about it because yep. it's news and we have a three hour talk show and we're, we hear a little more about it. We're pretty plugged in. Um, and of course, we're following some of these ultra extreme people that commit crazy acts that get in the news. But I don't know. You, you say, what are we going to do about it? I think the silent majority of sane people, which is, I believe, who this texter is talking about also, I believe we do nothing. Because those are just the loonies. And the rest of us believe that democracy will prevail. 
believe the checks and balances are in place and also believe that, um, you know, we have a National Guard, that people that are going to take up arms are in the very small minority. And I am I feel better after reading this person's text. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. I hope so. And I mean, it is uh, it is easy to get lost in... I mean, every single damn day you get on X and yes. it's like you see all these just tweets and responses and yes. you're like, this, these are like radical, outrageous views. Mm-hmm. But some of these people have tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of followers. Really? And it's just like, uh, what kind of impact is this having? And if somebody is in that silo thinking, oh, this is guy, everybody else feels this way. Mm-hmm. I just shudder to think that if that gets organized and somehow what we're going to see and if, again it's we we talked about when the when the calendar turned about what your word is or what your hopes mm-hmm. are for 2024 that's always in the back of my mind just wondering you know with every single court case that we've got out there and the results of which mm-hmm. you know what are we going to find out and what if a judge's decision uh, who's going to you know what kind of response will there be it's just i, I hope I, I hope that texter is right and that this is something we don't see but Boy, it sure seems like we're headed down that road. And I never thought I would say that, like, even 10 years ago or eight right, years the ago. actual violence. Like, like thinking I am about, surprised to could hear Could you that. imagine, like, if you went back and suddenly said, you know what, we're at a real threat of significant violence in this country, political oh. violence. We'd have been like, what are you kidding me? This isn't, this is America. This isn't a third world country. And it's a very real possibility now. It's like the lobster in the boiling pot theory or the frog in the boiling mm-hmm. pot. It's just slowly that water heats up and suddenly you know what the water's bubbling and boiling and bam. I don't know. That's a very doomsday look at it. And and me, I'm the one who doesn't have a lot of faith in people. You're the one who says, you know, more people are good and no, we'll figure it out. But I don't know that it will come to that. I, you know, look, if I, if you look at social media, you talked about people on X. Well, X isn't real life. Yeah. Twitter isn't real life. I and sure we hope have not. to remember that. <laughs> because, oh gosh, if Twitter was real life, we'd be living in a very dystopian, scary place. Uh, you're right. They are out there. They have tens of thousands of followers, but maybe that's just those people on X that have a lot of free time to be on Twitter all the time, yeah. having these, you know, debates or fights or whatever they are inciting people. Yeah. But I hope the. And I, I want to have right. faith in I the majority. Right. What do you think? Six five one four six one nine two two six. Political violence. I think it's a very real possibility. I would not be surprised, sadly, to uh, see it happen. Uh, if not before the election, certainly after the election. Maybe uh, you feel like the silent majority, like Jordana's talking about, will prevail. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Back after this. So, will the silent majority win out, or will there be? Well, the silent sane majority. Or will there be violence in this year upcoming to the election and even post-election? Texters are concerned about this, too, by the way. Uh, Let's see. Hi, guys. I hope we don't have a volatile – we don't have violence in this country because that's all we need. I hope we can cut us a a peace agreement, but not for everything. Have a wonderful day. I think a peace agreement meaning Republicans and Democrats is what they're saying. Well, good luck with that. I I know. It's – Seemingly every issue now, I mean, even with, with like, 
like the border. You t- t- talk about the border here, and, and let's talk about the border and the immigration crisis, which obviously needs solving. Yeah. And in the Senate, they still uh, trying to come to a compromise, but that compromise is DOA on arrival mm-hmm. in the House, just because they, they and they admit it. We've got Republicans admitting it. We don't want to give any sort of victory mm-hmm. to the Biden administration. So that, which has been my point the entire time, every time we talk about immigration, there is a reason it doesn't get solved is because it's political, it's political. and right. it and every year, every election year, the focus gets put on it. And yes, it's a problem. Yes, it's an issue. Um, there's a reason they don't solve. That is the saddest thing. I was watching um, and that's, Michael Johnson's interview right. um, with, with CNN, with Jake Tapper yesterday. And Jake Tapper kept reminding him, the Speaker of the House, right. that it's Congress's job to pass laws, right. not Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. It, that's what Congress does. Right. They make the laws. Mm-hmm. And he kept blaming everything on the Biden administration. And it was a frustrating conversation because apparently, you know, um, Congress has put forward, at least the House has put forward some kind of legislation. And he said if the Senate doesn't agree with it or if they can't get the votes in the House, then nothing will get done. There is no compromise anymore. Right. And it was so disappointing because he's down there on the border yelling about the migrants coming in, but then unwilling to compromise right. to make it stop. That's what I'm saying. It's and th- it's everybody's fault. Mm-hmm. But I think you're 100 percent right. But OK, what do we do as a as a voter, Adam? What do we do about this? Because we all want this problem solved. That's it. And so <laughs> we brought we bring that up with every everybody who says, "Well, this is a problem." So, what do we do about it? I, well, I talked I to Arnie helpless. Carlson about that last week when you were off. I had we had former Governor Arnie Carlson on, mm-hmm. and I talk, I asked him that question. It's a, he said, "Like the first of all, money is influ- the financial influence of lobbyists and corporations make it impossible for lawmakers to do anything other than serve those interests." Ugh. So I said, "Well, how do you fix that?" He's like, well, that's a good question. So I have no idea. And so and I certainly don't want to just throw it. But we do as Americans. We're like, ah, that's the way it is. Boy, you can't get anything done. No, but you can. <laughs> you completely revamp the system. If you eliminate okay. lobbyists, if you eliminate special interests, and lawmakers just have to make laws depending on what the their constituents serve, say. Not the yes. corporations. What the constituents want. Put amendments. Have them go on listening tours. Figure it all out. But you're right about the money. Going away. That's why I, I think it all goes back to campaign finance reform. Mm-hmm. If and they don't limits. spend half their time campaigning and raising money to campaign, I think a lot of this would go away. And there is a solution to that problem. And it's not that uh, hard. It's We have to eliminate all this extra money. It's not that undoable a solution, but we have to have people willing to change the system. Well, where are they? I don't know. Who are they? I don't know. I don't Can think we elect them? I don't think it's going to come to arms. I really don't, like you say. I don't I don't believe that there will be violence. Well, certainly against right. each other. I mean the insurrection that was violence against lawmakers. I, I just don't think people are gonna take arms up against each other. I, I don't see that happening in this country. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.